Welcome to Story Chats at Inspi Romance. I am not Elizabeth Madry, your usual host. I'm Valerie Comer, and um, Elizabeth is unable to be with us today uh, due to a family emergency. But I'm here with my co-host, Narelle Atkins. Hi, everybody. And uh, we have Danny Petrie here with us today to talk about her newest book, One Wrong Move. Danny combines the page-turning adrenaline of a thriller with the chemistry and happily ever after of a romance. Her novels stand out for their wicked pace, snappy dialogue, and likable characters, Publishers Weekly, gripping storylines, Romance Times book reviews, and sizzling undercurrent of romance, USA Today. She researches murder and mayhem from her home in Maryland, which thankfully is a long way from British Columbia. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Danny. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be with you guys. So let's start, as we usually do, by having you tell us a little bit about this book. Sure. So One Wrong Move is the first book in my Jeopardy Falls series. Uh, it features the McLeod family, who are private investigators. Um, they were raised by con men and brought into the cons as kids. And when they got older and came to Christ, they wanted to kind of pay back what happened when they were younger. And so they do the opposite and they bust cons and scams. And the first book in the series features Christian, who is a security analyst expert. And one of the galleries, the art galleries that he has put in the system for uh, has a heist and he's drawn in. He meets the insurance investigator, Andy Forster, and they're kind of thrown together and it ends up being a string of heists that they need to solve. Um, a bunch of riddles along the way and they're trying to figure out who did it and survive. And not fall in love, I'm sure. And no, no, of course not. <laughs> not in romantic suspense, no. <laughs> and fall in love through it all, so yes. So I'll be honest with you. I don't really read romantic suspense. And if I do, definitely not the things that edge towards thriller. And I thought I saw the word thriller kind of in mm -hmm. your thing. So the honest truth is I was planning to sit this episode out because I did not read your book because I like sleeping at night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, however, since Elizabeth's not here, I am. And uh, so we're going to be relying a lot on Narelle. Although Beth does have a question um, in here that I'll answer Sure. A bit. So, you um, yeah. answer the question or ask the question? Yeah. <laughs> Both, either. I don't know. However, <laughs> we'll just go. Uh, Narelle, do you want to go get started there? I will. Well, I absolutely loved reading this book, Danny. Like, I literally, <laughs> I think I read it within 24 hours. I was, oh my goodness. I ran late on dinner. Like, you absolutely had me from the beginning, and I'm turning oh. the page, turning the page. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I, I love romantic suspense. I mean, I'm in my 20s. I spent a year, I think, where I only read romantic suspense. I okay. do remember borrowing it from the library and Harlequin Intrigue was like the book I was looking for at all the right. bookshops and I did have a massive binge on romantic suspense and I haven't read a lot of it recently but I've really enjoyed the ones that I have oh. read so oh. I'm very happy that you're here and I love the book so oh, um, let's start talking about Andy and her interesting work history so yes. I mean She's the insurance investigator who's assigned to investigate um, the art gallery heist in Jeopardy Falls, and her job is to, determine, is to determine if it's a genuine insurance claim or if it's a fraudulent claim by the owner. So yeah. her previous career was with the FBI doing lab forensic work where she analysed and processed 
crime scene DNA samples. And forensic science seems to be the popular degree that everyone's doing in my kids' generations. Like everyone's at university, everyone wants to do forensic science and stuff. So my question is why did Andy part ways with the FBI? And at the start of the story, so we don't give away spoilers, how does she feel about the circumstances surrounding her career change? Sure. So uh, her career change was a big one. It was not her choice. Um, Something happened within the agency and she was asked to leave and she really did not handle it well. It was really hard for her. That was kind of her life's work. Um, And so she ended up having a friend of the family who runs an insurance agency offer her a job as an insurance investigator. So it's a brand new career for her and her focus is to be thankful for the job she has and to do the best she can. She's determined to do the best she can, but what happened at the FBI still haunts her. And so that's really where she's at in the beginning of the book. Yep. Yeah. It was a great opening. Oh, thank you. Beth's question is, I love that you set this book primarily in northern New Mexico. For those who might not know, that's where uh, Beth was born and raised. Or raised. Was I mean, it really? Uh, hmm. Tell us about how you decided to do that and what sort of research you did. Sure. Well, so, I lived so, in... Tell us. Okay. I lived in New Mexico for seven years. And so it was home to me for high school cool. and college, beginning of college and marrying my husband. We lived there our first year of marriage. Um, I still have family out there and we go back to visit quite often Um, and I love the area and so when I knew I was writing a new series I decided I wanted to write one there because a lot of people aren't familiar with New Mexico and it's such a beautiful state Um, there's just so much that's unique about it and so I decided I would set one there and kind of return to the state I love Um, and research wise um, from living there helped having family still there helped our visits helped Um, But I still had to do research on northern New Mexico because I lived in Albuquerque and then um, about an hour east of Albuquerque. And so northern New Mexico is um, several hours from where I lived. And so I kind of did research on the towns in that area. Um, I had been skiing at a couple of the resorts up there, but um, the area where the where things take place, um, it was a little bit new to me. So I did research the area. culture there and you know landscape and because new mexico is surprising you know everybody thinks desert and it is but there's Mm. also mountains and there's skiing and there's you know waterfalls and there's all these things people don't picture when they think of new mexico so yeah i love the setting it was gorgeous yeah oh thank you so is this a a How uh, how did you choose that? Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, could the story have been in the series been set somewhere else without making a lot of changes or how ingrained is it? uh, I would say it's pretty ingrained. Um, You know, it's pretty ingrained throughout the story because it's just really, it's, it's where they live, it's where they work, it's where they have their recreation time, like everything about it kind of plays into it. The art that is stolen that, you know, in the heist um, is kind of tied to the area. And so I feel like to pick it up and move it someplace else would have been a big change in the story. I try to write settings as vibrant as I can um, and to be in as grained as I can. And so I, I hope that comes through in the story but I feel like yeah that would have been hard to pick it up and move it somewhere else 
Yeah, I agree with that as well. I, I mean, I've read a couple of books recently in New Mexico. We did an episode yeah. on New Mexico, but yeah. just have come across it a few times. Yeah, it's fascinating because yeah. I would never have thought there's mountains. This is the right. Aussie that has no idea. I would think New Mexico, kind of like Texas, kind of right. like Arizona. Not yeah. that I know much about either. I know it's hot in Phoenix. I mean, it is very I hot in Phoenix. I've been to San Antonio. Just, it's very yeah, hot there. It is hot there. One time we were in yep. uh, the Grand Canyon and it was like 120 degrees. And uh, yeah, we were like, this is insane. It was so insane. I think it was with the heat index, but actual temperature was like 110. And uh, oh. it's, yeah. So New Mexico is nice. It's warm during the days and it gets cool at night you know cool in the desert at night so yeah that was a lot of fun writing about it and yes I think Carrie Stewart Parks I read one of hers that was in New Mexico and that was so fun to read yeah interesting yeah well Narelle can you think of another question regarding whether oh, the characters background or something so let's go to the hero whose name I've completely forgotten Christian um, Christian, that I, now how did I forget that? I just didn't write it down. You know, you don't write something down. And I also expected Beth to be here, so I thought she'll sure. cover some of that. Yeah, so I found his background very interesting in terms of how he's, his family of origin was affected. I don't think it's a spoil to say that his parents oh. were affected by con artists. That comes right. out quite early in the book. Yeah. So let's talk about Christian and what inspired you to um, take him on the journey he went on so that the start of the story, story he's in the place he is in terms of his, in terms of faith journey. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, they had such a rough upbringing um, and, you know, having been brought into the cons, I, to be honest, I'm not really sure where the whole concept came from. It just was an idea. Um, we had watched a movie called Now You See Me, and it had to do with illusions and stuff. And I thought, oh, what yeah. if the parents were illusionists? And I thought, well, what if underneath they were cons? And then it kind of developed from there. Um, but yeah, he, he, they all do, but Christian especially is very tenderhearted, and he struggles a lot with the kind of guilt over what he did and what what roles he played in things um and he's really faith-wise struggling with that too you know he knows he's a new creation but really accepting that uh freedom that we get in christ he's just not there in the beginning of the book yeah and i loved how that played out in the story and i've seen that movie you're talking about as well and i did think of that yes. movie when i was reading thank you okay that's fun. so there you go it is fun Ooh. i love it when you can read something and you accidentally come across the right interpretation rather than the wrong interpretation of where <laughs> things start because i've got a reputation for getting things wrong in terms of what i think so that's really cool yeah i love seeing how that played out and i mean romantic suspense books can be hard to talk about because so yeah. much you can't really start talking about what happens at the beginning because then that starts spoiling what actually happens later. And sure. if you talk about something you're giving away, there's all the all those little um, foreshadowing things that sit in yes. there that you can't talk about because then you'll ruin the book for somebody else. Right. Who <laughs> doesn't true. want to know about it. Although Valerie would be happy to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, I really like the way his background played in and um, okay. the redemption. What the redemption arc that you brought in life, I thought that was really well done. Oh, thank you. Yeah, he, you know, really needed to get to a place of uh, restoration and yeah redemption and you know realize it's only found in the lord so yeah. yeah 
Yeah. And then you've got Andy running a similar journey, but for a completely different reason in terms of her work and Mm -hmm. unpacking stuff. I really appreciated how her work history got unpacked in the story and how we found out what really happened. And yes, as I said, I kept turning the page and I kept turning the page because I wanted to know what happened next. (laughs) Wonderful to hear. Thank you. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. I did very much. That's every, every author's dream, right? It is. It 24 is. hours couldn't put it down i'm i'm very good at fangirling when i love a book well um if there's nothing else on that um then thanks very much for joining us today oh, thanks for having me i'd like you to tell our watchers and listeners where they can find you and um what maybe you've got coming down the pipeline next? Sure. So um, I can be found on my website, dannypetri.com. I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram. Um, I spend a lot of time on both um, and I love to connect with readers. Um, I am working on book two of the Jeopardy Falls series. And, um, Norelle runs out to pre-order. Yeah, I I won't (laughs) say who the couple is, but I will say it's about the sister Riley and I'm enjoying the story very much and it's due pretty soon. So getting in deadline crunch, but, uh, it's fun seeing it kind of all come together. I'm I'm looking forward to it. So good. good. So am I. (laughs) (laughs) thank you and thank you everyone for joining us at story chats please let us know your thoughts in the comments on youtube or on our story chats facebook page let us know if you are a fan of romantic suspense if you're a fan of con man stories if you're a fan of xfbi whatever all those things are uh, you can find information about the podcast at inspiromance.com slash story chats. If you're watching on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell so that you never miss an episode. We'll see you next week. Meanwhile, be sure to take some time to fall in love with a good book. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.